Hey everyone, it's Selwa. Hi guys, it's Laiba. We are two college friends and your hosts on Couple of Buds Ready to Bloom. This podcast is where we have unfiltered conversations about our cultural and religious upbringings, how it has shaped us, and lessons we've learned along the way. Follow our Instagram at Couple of Buds Ready to Bloom for weekly updates and more information about how you can participate in our episodes. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our sixth episode and happy spring break, everyone. Today, we're going to be doing something a little different. We've been really wanting to use our platform to highlight and promote local businesses for a while. And so now we're super excited to feature Mahnoor Ahmed and her Instagram-based bakery, Manjan Decorates. So thank you, Mahnoor, for being on tonight's episode. Can you tell our listeners about yourself? Well, first of all, thank you ladies for having me. I'm super pumped to be here. My name is Mahnoor Ahmed, but almost everyone refers to me as Manjan. I'm a 23-year-old self-taught dessert decorator. My business actually started out when I was working at a bakery. I discovered my love and talent for pastries, more importantly, the art of decorating. In November of 2019, I decided to turn this newfound passion into a business, and I launched a small little venture in Orange County. Manjan Decorates specializes in everything from customized cakes and cupcakes to personalized dainty items such as cakesicles, breakable hearts, breakable molds, and fondant sugar cookies. That sounds so delicious. Like I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I got your girls covered. Anytime you guys are craving anything. <laughs> But yeah, and so what, what's the significance or the story behind the name of your business? So the reason why I call it Manjan Decorates? Mm-hmm. Well, I am just infatuated with my nickname Manjan. I always thought it was super cute. It's like super quirky and different and whatnot. So I thought I'd attach my name to whatever I start. And usually people would start up businesses that say like, um, you know, cupcakes by so-and-so or cookies by so-and-so, but then they later on venture into like cakes or other types of desserts and whatnot. So I know myself, I'm a very curious soul. So instead of saying, oh, like cupcakes by Manjan, I'm going to be a little more broad and I'm going to say Manjan decorates because like I stated before, the art of decorating is what got me into this. So I decided to attach my nickname Manjan and then the term decorating since I find myself to be decorating like various types of desserts. So that's where Manjan Decorates comes from. So your name's Mahnoor and then from your name it became Manjan. Can you explain that nickname? Yeah, for sure. So my first four letters of my name is M-A-H-N, so Mon. And naturally, it just rhymes with the John. So growing up, especially when I was in like my little diapers, my older cousins and my family members would be like, oh, Mon, Mane, come over here. Then my older cousins would start saying, Manjan, come over here, Manjan, because John is the Urdu term for love or heart, my soul, my life, you know, John. So I was pretty, I was showered with love as a baby and now, so they were just like, come on, Manjan. So it stuck with me from like my diaper days till now. So that's where it comes from. So I wanted to add my nickname that I grew up with onto what I'm starting off right here. So you're an Instagram-based bakery. Um, How did you start on Instagram and why did you choose that platform? Well, Instagram to me is quite easy to manage and 
maneuver around. I only ever had Instagram. I never had a Facebook. I've had a Twitter, but that was for like my One Direction phase where I had like a super major fan account. Um, so I, I thought that Instagram would be just easy for me to maneuver, easy to post, put a caption, call it a day. So it just blew up on Instagram. I've been told often by people that Instagram is so good for businesses and whatnot. And before I never really saw myself to be like an entrepreneur or like a, a business owner until my time at the bakery. And when I had left the bakery, I was like, you know what, I can totally do this on my own. So I just relied on Instagram to post my photos. I had my friends share and like the posts and that's where it, it just spread like wildfire from there. That, that's definitely true. Um, we've seen, you know, benefit to Instagram and, you know, starting off there. So, you know, with the past year and, you know, COVID and quarantine happening, how has that affected you and how has that affected your work? I will say in the beginning of this pandemic and quarantine, it was quite tolling for my mental health. I was a full-time student. Um, my full-time job as a sales associate at Fossil was on and off since the mall was opening and closing. And at the time I was planning my wedding as well. So I wasn't able to see my cousins, my fiance at the time, who's now my husband. I wasn't able to see my cousins either, my close friends and whatnot. So, you know, we were all remaining cautious and just staying at home. So that took quite a bit out of me. So I had Manjan Decorates come in, like step in, and that became that one hobby that consoled me. And it was so fun to like take photos of whatever I made, edit them, post it on Instagram. Like Instagram became my little safe place. You know, this was before Manjan Decorates was popping or anything like that. It was just me, my little cupcakes, my little design, and just posting a picture. So that's that's where Instagram played a large role in during that time period, it was really, really rough for me. But alhamdulillah, we all powered through, you know, everyone had it rough and alhamdulillah say, you know, we all made the best of it. Agreed. So your business actually kind of started out of quarantine. Yes, my business did start um, out of quarantine. So yeah, it sounds kind of silly to say, but my business did blossom during quarantine. Um, I noticed how tight knit everyone was and how everyone was so supportive of each other during that time period. Like I was saying, you know, everyone was trying to power through, make the most of it and whatnot. I had noticed people reaching out to me and saying, oh, can you make cookies uh, that say, I can't hug you right now, but I hope I, I know I will soon. And you know, we're, we're gonna be okay. We're powering through this or like, I miss you or here's something sweet for you. So I realized the role of my desserts were playing and the role that I was playing. I was a vessel for these sweet gestures and these sweet messages. And I felt as if Manjan Decorates was more than just me, you know, showcasing my, my desserts and showcasing what I can do and whatnot. I genuinely believe that the existence of my business is to solely be there for people and add on to their days and, you know, make them happy, you know, add a little bit of little, little sugar into their days and whatnot. So it, the quarantine really made me realize that my business is more than just here's a cupcake, here's some cookies. It's more than that. It's it's adding on to people's events, their days, their moments. You know, people are going through a rough patch, especially during that time. And to hear and see and read messages from clients or friends that say like, oh, like I got this, I got your desserts today, or my friend bought something from you. They just dropped it off. It's so sweet. It's so good. And that really, really just made my, it just made my heart sing. So Alhamdulillah, you know, everything happens for a reason. I agree. And I remember too, at the beginning of quarantine, big places kind of like Costco stopped selling cakes just to kind of 
um, how would you put this? I guess like uh, discourage big gatherings, but then people that were celebrating birthdays and you know big events, milestones, graduations at home during that time, they didn't have any place to go to to get their desserts, even if they were celebrating like within their family. So I think a lot of people did turn to small local businesses to kind of provide for them in the in the, in like desserts and cakes and stuff. And I do agree, I've seen your page on Instagram and you do very much personalize desserts to your clients. And I think that also is kind of a pulling factor um, of people like, oh, I want, you know, my face on a cupcake or my name on a cookie, stuff like that. That is so, so true. It definitely, like, I find that people gravitate towards more personalized treats, like having a selfie on their cookie or their cupcake, which is why I like to offer free edible imaging. I don't charge for that because I believe that everyone deserves to, you know, experience or try or have edible image cookies. I know for me, when I would like walk past a store, if I see something online that has like edible imaging, like have your selfie or your family portrait on a cookie or a cake, I'm like, wow, that's so cool. I want that. And I would check the pricing for it. It'd be a little bit out of my budget. So I'll be like, oh man. So I'm not really into the money aspect of this kind of sounds weird to say but I'm more about like you know people deserve this people deserve to enjoy these desserts they deserve to want to have something fun like an edible like edible imaging so that's why I have timid people asking like oh like how much are your edible imaging I'm like it's for free like it's a part of the it's it's all included in the price um, everyone deserves to just try something like that yeah I feel like you're playing such a critical role especially now like you know during quarantine and and you know where people can't really see each other that often and you know people feel that they feel that care they feel that love you know through your desserts and super happy for you alhamdulillah that's the goal really you know and i noticed that if your intentions are pure then a lot comes to you you know you attract positive energy and you know like the right clients the right people the right friends because if you're only chasing money money is going to run away from you or if you only think like oh I'm going to make money off of this because I like money I need money it's not you're not really going to benefit from it or not much is going to stay in your pocket that's why it's so important you know as anyone to just have pure intentions purify your intentions you know there are also there are days where sometimes um I'm thinking like, oh, this is such a rough, um, this is such a rough design. Like, I, I think I might need to do, you know, charge a little extra and whatnot. Or if I'm like going, dealing with like a rough client or whatnot. Um, but then I have to like purify my intentions, be like, you know what, she's probably just stressed out and that's okay. I'm going to talk to her about what I can, what I can't do, and it's going to be okay. And then alhamdulillah, everything works out in the end. So, so important to have good intentions from the start. Yeah. And what do you wish that people knew about whether like it's about you or something that they knew about your business that they might not really think about or consider? I want to say I want people to know the importance of networking. I know everyone throws this term around like confetti and it's like you know so neutral now it's like oh, okay yeah network network but honestly it's such it plays such a huge role like if you are looking into making your own like starting up your own little side business, a side hustle, whatnot, you should make some business besties. Like businesses can be lonely at times, you know, if you're kind of stuck in a rut or you need some input, you know, find other business friends you can connect with and bounce ideas off of. It literally makes such a big difference, the importance of networking. I, um, I can truly say that I've met some of the most selfless women through the, through the platform Instagram who own and run their own small business as well. And literally each of these women have added on to where I am today. 
my talented friend Madiha at Creative Dukan. She sells beautiful, intricate cake toppers. My friends Muntaha at Lunar Doodles and my friend Noor at thematari.co never fail to answer my 2 a.m. text when I'm like, hey, can you send me, can you create this digital design so I can print it out for my clients and put it on like cookies and cupcakes and whatnot? always there for me. My friend Alia at one point was baking, I would purchase cookies from her um, because I, at one point I was so overwhelmed with an influx in orders that I could not take on the extra task of baking fresh cookies. So I would purchase cookies for, from her to decorate. You know, like Alhamdulillah say, all these talented women have been there for me. And that's just the beauty of networking really, you know, not only do you have numbers that you can contact for when you want a little extra something to jazz up your orders, but you end up making like really strong irreplaceable bonds like it sounds cheesy but it's so true these girls like, I still talk to these girls from this, till this day, you know, and we talk more outside of business as well so alhamdulillah I'm just really blessed with about that. Um, and I just think everyone needs to understand the true importance of networking outside of business and also like in your daily life, you know, make new friends, go out there, find people that are on the same page as you. That way you guys can grow together, you know? For sure. I mean, we found that networking, I mean, even when we started our podcast, asking people around, um, especially with Titan Radio, because there's so many different podcasts and DJs, um, having like a discord where people can be like, hey, you know, I don't know how to edit my audio yet, because Selwa and I were completely new to Titan Radio this semester. We didn't know how to use any of the technology or even how to do it virtually. So people through networking with people on Titan Radio that have had a podcast for a couple semesters, um, them kind of letting us know, guiding us, promoting us on their Instagrams, it, it does help and it definitely does boost business for sure. In your whole collection of desserts that you have and you decorate, which one's the most commonly ordered one? I would say establishing my presence in the public, I've noticed it kind of fluctuated. A couple of people just solely love just the classic cupcakes. And then there are other times where people wanted the chocolate covered Oreos package with chocolate covered pretzel rods that are personalized, you know, to like the colors and whatnot. But now I've noticed a huge, huge influx in orders for fondant sugar cookies with edible imaging, like we were saying before. Because again, you know, that little touch of personalization, having your own selfies, your, your personal photos on treats is just so exciting for everyone. And Alhamdulillah, I can say that after I had done an order for Tamana Roshan, Dress Your Face, she's this huge makeup artist. For her baby shower, her drive-by baby shower, I had made fondant sugar cookies with edible images of her and her family and like her baby bump. And um, Alhamdulillah, she has such a huge following that all of her followers had noticed my cookies as well. And I think that's where it kind of like shoot through the roof. And then I had um, an order with Jay Shetty as well, where I would make a personalized his Oreo. He's a vegan, so he would um, could only eat vegan dark chocolate. So for his dark chocolate covered Oreos or um, his pretzel rods and whatnot, I would add like his face or his book logo because he came out with a book called Think Like a Monk. So that's where I would just say fondant sugar cookies for sure. Edible imaging for anything really. Wow. And you know, just seeing all the people that you're able to work with and talk to and, you know, the desserts that you create, what would you say is your favorite part of your work? 
My favorite part of my work is chatting with my clients and picking at their brain to see what their vision is. And then I would Pinterest for a few hours and then we would go back and forth on sharing inspiration photos for them and helping them turn their mental images into something tangible. So just contacting and speaking to my clients, that's just like the most enjoyable part for me. Maybe it's because like I just love people and I love talking to them. Um, that's something that I did not have at the bakery that I was working at. That's a whole other ballpark I will totally dive into. But alhamdulillah, just being able to speak with my clients and whatnot is, it's so fun. The, people are so fun. <laughs> you also mentioned that you did, uh, you made some desserts for Jay Shetty and his new book. How was that experience? Because I feel like that's a like a pretty big, like a milestone. Like, did he reach out? How, how did it all happen? It was so exciting. It was one of those moments where you just kind of like, you really, you have this like out of body experience. You're like, is this really happening? Like, is this literally happening right now? It was actually his friend, Darman, who is another motivational speaker. His wife had contacted me. Her name is Laura. And she was saying how she wanted to surprise her friend um, who released a book recently. And she wanted to surprise her friend with some desserts. And I was like, yeah, sure, go ahead and send me the book picture. I'll like cut out some edible images. I'll put it on there. I can make some Oreos if you'd like. Um, and she's like, oh, okay, yeah, no worries. I, I, I guess I had assumed that she was talking about herself because I think her messages were um, a little vague. So she says, can you make desserts for um, a book release? And I was like, yeah, sure, go ahead and send me your, the cover of your book and what you like your desserts to be. And she was like, it's not my book, it's my friend's. And I was like, okay, send me the book. As soon as she sent me the picture, I was like, is that, is that Jay Shetty? And I literally, I was at the store and I was like, is she literally sending me a picture of Jay Shetty's book? Is she talking about Jay Shetty himself? And I'm like such a huge fan of his wife, Ravi. Oh my God, absolutely adorable. I absolutely adore her. She's the cutest. So, and I obviously am a fan of Jay as well. Um, so <laughs> seeing that on my phone, I was like, this is not happening. I think I was at like Michael's at the time, but um, I texted her back mad quick. I was like, yup, I got you covered. Just send me any pictures that you want or what, how you like the desserts to be. And she was so calm, so chill and it was truly an experience and alhamdulillah I can say that was like one of the biggest highlights for me personally. Um, you know, um, outside of dress your face, I think Jay Shetty's order was definitely just something that I could never forget, alhamdulillah. Interested in the film and television industry? How about the music, public relations, travel, and tourism industries? Then join Entertainment and Tourism Club, also known as ETC. With ETC, you'll get the opportunity to network with industry professionals, attend TV tapings and company tours, get the opportunity to work award shows, and so much more. You can find out more on our website at etccsuf.org or follow us on social media at etccsuf. If you could give advice to your past self, what would you say? I would tell myself it's okay to take calculated risks. This is where I give like a massive shout out to my husband Maz because I'm a very cautious person and on top of that I used to be a huge overthinker. So during 2020 Maz and I would talk about what else Maz and Decorates could potentially bring to the table. He had encouraged me to invest in materials needed for edible image printing, particular tools needed for certain designs and for shipping out treats, you know, from diff to different states. Um, but that didn't happen overnight, me saying, oh yeah, sure, let's go for it. 
He had taken out hours from within his day to explain multiple times how taking calculated risks is okay and will not hurt me because he had researched the ins and outs of it. So because of him, I felt my overthinking grow silent and I took many leaps of faith, which have now blossomed into the statement pieces of Manjan Decorates. So shout out to Maz. I love you, boo. I'm sure, I mean, it's been a long journey for you already throughout, you know, this past couple of years. Um, what lessons have you learned during your business journey that you would give out to others or to take away from um, something that you take away from? So alhamdulillah, say I have learned quite a bit throughout these, these, these years, but there are two things that stand out the most to me that I want everyone to apply within their daily life or if they have their own little side hustle. Everyone needs to live by these two things. First thing, never underestimate the power of prayer and dua never you know like drake says say a prayer go out and get what you just prayed for you really want to manifest what you want to be where you want your business to be where you want your life to be the energy that you put out in the world will definitely come back to you and i'm a huge believer in that so for example there is this one event planner named shumayla so she's from socal event planner she had built that whole foundation from scratch I had like a massive girl crush on her and I had known about her years before I even had a business and I was like wow like this she makes such beautiful she pulls such amazing events together I don't know how this woman does it but she literally is like just magical really and I remember um coming across you know her page during 2019 and I was kind of on Instagram just looking at her page and this was during the time where my my papa and I were going from different masjids to check out which site to have our nikah at and I wanted her to you know potentially set up our nikah and but I felt like I was like oh this girl's too good for me I don't think she has time for a simple nikah but I was like okay I'm gonna muster up the courage and send her an email um I sent her an email and she sent it a reply like 30 minutes later and I was like oh my god I'm talking to Shamila this is so cool and then you know fast forward I'm starting up my little business and whatnot I'm posting my treats I start following my Shamela's page on my business account. And then out of nowhere, homegirl is like following me like from her actual page. And I was like, oh my God, this is literally happening. And that's when I started telling myself, okay, keep calm, cool and collected, it's all good. And that's when I started, you know, manifesting like, you know, one day I'm gonna work alongside her, you know, cause she works with different, different vendors, you know, um, be it, you know, for music or lighting, uh, for dessert tables and whatnot. So I'm like, you know, one day, inshallah, we're, we're going to be partners. One day we're going to, you know, work together. One day this is going to happen, inshallah. And if not with her, then another talented event planner as well. And then she started hitting me up like crazy and saying, hey, are you free for this day, this time? Can you do this for me? And that's, she got me into dress your faces, baby shower. She um, has me planning cookies and creating cookies for Darman and Laura's, who are Jay Shetty's friends. Um, their anniversary and whatnot. And she always, you know, thinks about my small business for any, you know, short or small event that's happening around like local, locally. So it's, again, manifesting and praying for things is so important. Um, but my mom always taught me to make a complete dua. You know, don't just say, I want a successful business. You should say, I want a successful business that will, that um, I will benefit from and that I, that will make people happy that, um, I will make halal money from, I will, you know, only attract positive things and give positive things out to others, you know, 
because you can get a successful business when you say, I want a successful business. Sure, Allah might bless you with that, but you might have like a rough time, you know, you might get tested. So I'm just a huge believer in making like a mukammal dua, which means a complete dua, like, like God, please let me have a successful business, but protect me from any hardship and only bring me ease and whatnot, you know? And then the second thing that I think is really important for everyone to know is be confident enough to accept your faults. No person is perfect. Everyone has their faults, no matter how successful or unsuccessful they may be. Don't waste your time trying to cover them up. Instead, accept them, face reality, do your best to work around these faults because truly there's no greater sign of confidence than self-acceptance. And for example, that goes for you know, if I get a feedback from my client that says, okay, the cupcakes were a little dry, um, maybe next time try to keep them moist. I don't know, like check your ingredients or whatnot. You know, if they're giving me proper feedback, instead of, you know, showing a little ego and being hurt and by saying, you know, the reason why they're dry is because you probably kept them out too long. I'm gonna just sit back and be like, you know what? I appreciate your honest feedback. Um, I may have left them in the oven for a little, a minute longer than needed. I appreciate you sharing that with me. Um, and then, you know, usually when I get um, constructive criticism like that, I like to offer a, like a free treats for next time or whatnot, because customer service is key. <laughs> it definitely is. And like going off of that, have you had any crazy client stories? I was going to say, because I've seen like on TikTok and Instagram, I've seen people do like story times where they have, they also have like a small business, like bakery business. And there'll be like people canceled on me or I'm trying to call them, text them. They go completely MIA or they want something really last minute and they offer like a load sum of money to get that kind of good made the next day. Like, has that ever happened to you? Okay, first things first, never secure an order without having a deposit placed. You're going to pay half of what the, the cost is for your order right now. So that way, if you cancel on me, at least the money that I, I've give, you have given me is put towards my materials and it's not coming out of my pocket. So that's the biggest thing that I have learned. But alhamdulillah, say, I have not had any crazy stories like that. But I do have something to share. I had a client who messaged me um, at night and she was asking me if I was available to do a cake for tomorrow. And I'm a night owl, so I was like, okay, yeah, I can absolutely do a cake. So you know, I'll work on it all night and then you will have it by morning. But she was like, no, 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 I don't want one cake. I wanted to have five cakes and I wanted you to drive them to Newport, Irvine, Garden Grove, Santa Barbara, <laughs> and some other location, I can't remember the fifth one. And I was just like, well, um, that's not possible. There's only so much time within a day. Um, and she was like, okay, yeah, no, no biggie, but um, I'm sure you can do it though, if you just, if you start right now. And I was like, sis, it is literally 9.30 p.m. And that was probably the craziest thing. Um, but obviously, you know, you're not gonna, I'm not the type to call out people like, that's so unrealistic, what the heck? I'm the type to like talk them through like, okay, I totally understand that you think this is possible. However, um, baking cakes take time, cooling takes time. On top of that, I do charge transportation fees. So are you okay with paying for every single location, like the distance and whatnot? After I had told her the total for that, she was like, that's way too much. 
but internally I was like, Santa Barbara is like more than two hours away, is it not? <laughs> I don't even know how far away Santa Barbara is, but Santa Barbara from Orange County is like three hours away. <laughs> there you go, three hours away. So for her, that was too much. Understandable to a certain extent, but that was probably my only crazy experience. Um, again, you have to talk really calmly to, to you know, potential clients because at the same time you're upholding the business name and whatnot. So I talk, talk it through with everyone. And when we get to a conclusion, call it a day. Yeah, you're establishing that those boundaries between yourself and the client and, you know, make sure that they don't take advantage of you. Five cakes to five different that's that's too much mm -mm, no way and it's not even like the cakes were baked ready to go you would have to start at 9 30 p.m bake all five decorate them and then transport them after staying up all night like I don't know how safe that is you know driving without sleep <laughs> to Santa Barbara too that's that's crazy I know, I swear, I've never had an inquiry like that in my life. Um, but just you saying it's unsafe to drive, especially, you know, be, being up all night. I'm actually the baker, the decorator, um, and I drive my desserts to different places because I don't want to, you know, burden my sister driving to different locations. So I don't think that um, people know that I'm literally a one woman job, but I am a one woman job. I edit my photos, I take my photos, my videos, I promote my own self, you know, on my own page and whatnot. So I am a self-made woman and I say this in the most humble way possible, but I, that's probably one thing I should probably emphasize on my page because I feel like people think that I'm a bakery. So I've had people refer to me as you guys or where are you all located or do you think you can have someone drop this off? But like the reality is I am that someone, I am we, I am they. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. You're doing all of that. That's absolutely incredible. <laughs> so props to you, Manor. That's a lot to do. And so going off that, do you have any future, like what are your future plans for Manjan Decorates? I know my husband has these big goals of wanting to open our small little shop somewhere in Orange County. But honestly speaking, I think I'm content with where I am right now. I know that cake decorating or dessert decorating is not something that I'm going to do as like a full-time job. It's something that I do on the side because I am pursuing, um, you know, my bachelor's and I want to become a speech language pathologist. So just kind of pursuing that dream right now. It's nice to have a little side hustle to get my mind off of things. But as of that, or as of now, I'm totally content with where I am right here. I know you also mentioned earlier that you used to work at a bakery and now you're kind of an independent, you know, baker. How different is that experience? Pros and cons or, you know, any bakery stories? Go off. <laughs> oh man, do I have a treat for you guys. So I was hired at a bakery um, July of 2019, I believe around that month. So during my time at the bakery, I was promised one-on-one -on -one with professional cake decorators. Um, I was told that they would teach me the basics of cake decorating as I was an amateur. I had no idea about how to ice a cake, nor did I know how to hold a piping back correctly. Over time, I noticed how I was neglected at work and I had to teach myself. And although I had found myself to 
better each day. You know, I knew how to hold a piping bag correctly. I knew how to ice a cake, you know, the certain angle degree to use a scraper and whatnot. My manager, on the other hand, would physically look out for flaws within my cakes, my fruit tarts, even my mini cupcakes that I would assemble and put out on display. Either my buttercream roses were not large enough for her or the pattern I put down for my fruit tart wasn't pleasing enough or the colors I chose for my rosettes, which were the little designs for my cupcakes was not in season. Even though she literally would tell me, you choose whatever buttercream color you'd like for your rosettes, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, throughout my time there, I have found myself being forced to scrape off cakes. I had iced multiple times. I remember times where I'd be called over to the display section and my manager would take out cakes from the display and throw it away in front of me because it wasn't good enough. Mind you, I had no proper teacher. You know, I had to teach myself. Instagram was my teacher, to be honest. Like we were stating before, Instagram is just such an amazing platform. I would literally watch little clips and videos on Instagram. So yeah, um, I almost felt as if my manager enjoyed seeing that, you know, seeing my reaction of her tossing away things or commenting on things. And I do remember this one time I was icing an eight inch three layered cake. She had told me to start all over, scraped it all off and whatnot, and told me to, you know, redo it. So as I'm icing this whole cake, you know, smoothing out the edges, taking away the lumps, adding a little piping detail border. I remember her telling me, I think this was like my third or fourth time scraping the cake or redoing it. She was like, you know what? This cake is a lost cause, just throw it away. So you can just imagine how I had felt during that time, but I won't dive into anything else I had undergone during that time period, but I had, I had dealt with this type of abusive workplace behavior for around four months. I was working two jobs. I was working as a cake decorator and also working as a sales associate at Fossil. So I was working two jobs. Um, but keep in mind, my shifts were from 3 a.m. to like 12 p.m. or 2 a.m. to like 11 a.m. So not only was it really tolling to work during these ungodly hours, but to be emotionally drained out, each shift I had with her was borderline unbearable. Like I was, I started reaching that breaking point where I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I could physically be here anymore. That's when it hit me. I was like, you know what? How ironic is it for me to be working as a cake decorator, yet my creativity is being suppressed? It only took me four months to realize this, but I realized it and I noticed and realized that my potential was literally on a leash, essentially. So I didn't even give a two week notice. I think I gave like a four week, a four day notice. And I was like, I'm out, see y'all, I gotta go. And I literally told myself like, I can absolutely do this on my own with all this extra, without all this extra noise. And so again, that's why when I mentioned earlier, um, my passion or my interest for decorating stemmed from my workplace. Um, I didn't better myself out of spite just to go back to my manager like, see, look, I have an Instagram page. I have my own business. I did that for myself. I knew that I had the potential and I was able to master the skill. And I wasn't reaching that potential at my workplace because I was, like I said, I felt like I was on a leash. I wasn't able to, you know, go that extra mile. You know, I've gotten to the place that I wanted to be during my time at the bakery. So, alhamdulillah, say. Um, I feel like Manjan Decorates definitely blossomed because I was gifting friends and family treats and even offered dessert table assistance for my friends who were getting married at the time. And then it was then through word of mouth where Manjan Decorates blossomed. 
The only way we can beat the coronavirus pandemic is together. Be sure to wear a face covering and social distance whenever you go out. Stay safe, Titans. What advice would you give to other soon-to-be Instagram like bakeries as well? Like if they're also looking to get onto that scene and like sell desserts online. I want to advise everyone who is thinking about potentially starting up a business on Instagram or any other platform to take baby steps. Do not overwhelm yourself with the bigger picture. Focus on right now, today, this moment. Don't compare, and I want to say, don't compare yourself to someone that has been established for, you know, five plus years, two plus years, you know, someone that is a little bit ahead, ahead of the game. You will get there in due time. And I want to super emphasize, underline the importance of taking baby steps. You don't want to overwhelm yourself. You don't want to stress yourself out. You don't want to put yourself down in any way by saying, oh my gosh, I'm not here yet. It's been three months since my business launched. Why am I not gaining, you know, this many followers, this many inquiries? Be kind to yourself and just know in due, everything happens in due time. And that's so amazing because those elements and themes already tie into what we've been discussing in past episodes too. We've discussed the idea of setting boundaries with people, whether it's businesses, clients, personal boundaries with friends, um, setting boundaries um, within ourselves, you know, how much we can push ourselves to be work or you know how much stress we can take on and again the idea of just baby steps you know take small steps whether it's in your business or in your personal life every step counts um, and every step is you know a step towards the bigger picture so again yeah be kind to yourself we're all flowers in bloom absolutely I absolutely agree with that 100% and like you were saying you know a baby step is still a step towards the future. You know, there's only up from here. If you're taking a babe, like a short step in front, that doesn't mean that you're slow in any way. You're not, you're not lagging. You're not behind. You're still moving forward. Like Walt Disney says, keep moving forward. I love the movie, Meet the Robinsons, if you guys have watched that. Yeah, and I think that's something that people forget about because like you're still moving forward. You're still making progress, but people get too distracted with what's around them and focus on other people instead of focusing within themselves and their own personal goals, you know. And then just to add on, Mahnoor, you told us before we started uh, recording this podcast that you are still a student at CSUF. Do you want to tell us your major, how your school life has been? Yes, I am a full-time student at Cal State Fullerton. And it's been a little rough since everything is virtual. I am more of an in-person, in-class kind of gal. So been a little rough but I'm powering through. Um, my major is communication disorders. I want to become a speech language pathologist. I currently have my license to work as a speech language pathologist assistant. So I'm currently job hunting and doing baking on the side, just focusing on my bigger picture and taking my baby step towards what I want to do with my, my future. Yay. And it's so good to hear that you are a student, you're balancing work life as well as your small business. Um, it just really puts into perspective how much work you put into everything in your life. Thank you. I really, really appreciate that. Yes. So everyone, be sure to check out Mahanoor and her business on Instagram at Manjan Decorates. And if you guys want your own business to be featured or know of one that you would like to send, 
send us a message to our Instagram at couple of buds ready to bloom. And Manor, if you'd like to add anything. Jazakala so much, Selwa and Laiba, for having me on your little podcast. I'm so honored to be a part of it. And if you are craving any desserts or if you're craving any sweets, I got you covered. You know where to find me. And you guys take care, inshallah. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Bye.